0: The president owns the Trump Tower, Trump Golf Links, the Trump International Hotel and a host of other things with his name glaringly affixed. But not iTrump. That iPhone app belongs to a 40-year-old engineer and amateur musician. It took a six-year legal fight for Tom Scharfeld to win the trademark for the iPhone app designed to teach people how to play the trumpet. Joining me in our New York studio is Bloomberg court reporter, Miss Elena Igolfopoulou, who wrote about the legal battle. So start by telling us about Scharfeld and his app.
1: So Sharfeld is a 40-year-old developer who graduated from MIT, and he has been playing musical instruments his entire life. And so for him, the best way to bring his degree and his passion together was to create this company that makes iPhone apps that simulate musical instruments. So he made one for the trombone, which he called iBone, and then he also made another one. For the trumpet called iTrump, as soon as he went to register the trademark for this app, he got a letter from Trump's lawyers saying simply that he couldn't, that the Trump name is exclusive uh, to them and that he can't use it to register uh, his application. And that was basically the beginning of a six-year battle, a legal battle um that was very long and torturous, uh, in which uh, Spoonjack, his company, had to prove that this uh, I Trump mark had nothing to do um, with Donald Trump and the other marks that he owned, and nothing to do with uh, all of the other industries that Mr. Trump was uh, involved in. So now Trump has a lot of lawyers,
0: expensive lawyers, defending his trademark. It's very important and very important to defend it, and you write right that Schorfeld did this himself. He
1: represented himself. That is exactly one of the most remarkable aspects of this case is that you're exactly right. Trump's lawyers were really aggressive to make sure uh, they protect his brand, and so um, Sharfield had to put up with them, and it, they made things very difficult for him. They would send him at times documents that were 10,000 pages long that Sharfield had to go through um, by himself um, to figure out what, you know, he was doing wrong. At times he'd spent months in the library trying to study trademark law, and this went on for six years. But at the end of the day, Sharfield was right he was able to prove that the word Trump has other meanings, and that is The only thing he actually had to do is prove that, you know, it's not exclusive to Mr. Trump and that the app that he was making had nothing to do with Mr. Trump because he cited, for example, Miriam's Webster's Dictionary that says that Trump is a word for trumpet. He even quoted the Bible saying how Trump was used as a substitute for trumpet.
0: So he won in 2013 when the Trademark Office issued a ruling that led Trump to actually drop his opposition to the I-Trump mark. Why didn't he stop there?
1: Because, uh... Trump's lawyers were being very evasive, one might say, in the information that they were providing, because as Spoonjack eventually or Tom Scharffeld eventually find out found out, was that Trump had a lot of trademarks, not a lot, but he found out he had three trademarks under his name that were inactive, that he wasn't using, um, that were also invalid or he was using them for things that he hadn't registered for. Right. So then he uh, was scared that Trump would come back uh, later on with those trademarks that were invalid to to try and get him to drop the I-Trump mark. And so he went on the attack and he ended up canceling three of Trump's uh, registrations. And then when Trump lost those registrations and tried to register a fourth one, Scharfeld uh, blocked it. And so we really do have a story here um, that shows, you know, a little little guy going up against the big guys and winning, which is what the remarkable uh, thing is about this story. David and Goliath. Does this mean trouble for Trump's trademarks in the
0: future since he was able to prove this?
1: I mean, you know, Trump has always been very uh, aggressive with trying to protect his brand name. And uh, now that he's captured the White House, uh, his global footprint is even bigger. And so um, there's definitely more people who want to register the Trump um name. Uh, and if you look into the database of the Trademark Office, there are thousands and thousands of applications. But I, I think that, again, this is a case-by-case scenario. And so if you have someone who's trying to use the Trump name um, that would cause confusion to consumers, then that could mean um, that it's not trouble for his lawyers. But if, you know, they're trying to use the word for something else, then that could mean trouble for his lawyers. It really just depends. So um we have about
2: thirty seconds. Did Char fail? Did this absorb him for six years? And how is his
1: app doing? His app is, you know, he he it totally absorbed him, and he didn't have a lot of time to spend uh, on marketing his app or putting in updates for his app, and so it definitely held him back a little bit. But he was able to win the trademark, which is what's most important. Um, and so, you know, now he, with the legal battle uh, at an end, he can focus on his app and sort of make it better. It's such a great and unusual. On- Usual
0: story with the, with him representing himself. That is a tough road to hoe. Uh, thank you so much for being here. That's Mr. Elena Igolfupulu, and she is a Bloomberg court reporter who wrote about this case.